Welcome to the Inspirational Corner with me, your host, Stylisha Bowden, as we encourage you here to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Welcome to another episode, everyone. And if this is your first time listening in, I encourage you to go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you like listening to your favorite podcast, and follow us on the Inspirational Corner. Also, you can go to my blog because right now I am in the midst of revamping my blog and putting my first blog post up. And I'm truly excited about that, everyone, because reconnecting with my blog was a goal uh, for the fall. And I started working on it. And I'm just excited that my blog will probably be up before the fall. So I will kind of advertise that on social media and to allow my reading community that love reading my blog to actually get a fresh new blog post from me before the fall. So with all that said, let's get into today's episode. Oh, before we get into today's episode, I um, created the Soft Girl Era Toolkit that you can get. I'm going to put the link in the show notes because I am currently working on a new book project. I am not revealing the name as of yet. However, I will be hinting towards it soon. So I am working on my new book project. However, I always have my newest book in the show notes called 28 Days of Love, A Self-Love Journey. That book is truly about you healing your um, love wounds and really tapping into a sustainable self-love practice and really brushing off the surface idea of self-love and what self-love truly, truly is, really digging deep. And it's a 28-day journey. And if you want to know more about it, the link is always in the show notes. And with all that said, let's get into today's episode. Today, I am talking about the power of writing down your future and how you can have the faith to manifest the things that you desire in your life. And so I love, of course, everybody know that I'm a writer, so I love to write and I enjoy writing about the things that I desire in my life. And I don't write every single day. I don't journal every single day, but when I have like things on my mind, things that I want to kind of get organized and just things in my heart, I kind of put in my journal. And so I have so many journals. I have a small journal, I have a big journal, and my big journal is the journal that I usually reconnect to kind of on a daily basis. I have a gratitude journal, and so I have like a lot of journals. Of course, I'm a writer, so <laughs> I have a, a lot of journals, and it's important for you to write your vision down in the word of God in the Bible, Habakkuk 2 and 2 talks about, and I'm just going to paraphrase it. It talks about writing down your vision and making it plain. And I think that scripture alone is so powerful because when you write down your vision, you're, you are giving God, the world, a benchmark at the things that you want to come to fruition in your life, having that faith to manifest those things in your life. And, you know, some people that are quote unquote religious, I'm not religious. <laughs> um, I believe in manifestation, but I pair it with faith. 
according to the word in Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance for things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I believe in so many different things that maybe the normal quote unquote religious uh, person may not believe in. However, I just, I just truly believe having your own personal relationship with God and developing yourself spiritually in your own in your own way, you know, that's, that's what I'm all about, personal relationships, and I don't judge anybody else's relationship, and what they choose to believe in, and so with all that said, I'm a big believer in manifesting your life through writing, and so with that, I'm up here, like, flipping through my journal, and it's so funny, I'm looking at some of the things that I wrote in the last, at the beginning of this year, and I flipped through one of my um, prompts and it was, it was, I was writing on like my dream manifested life. And I wrote that in February and it was just pretty much talking about certain things of me wanting to slow down, me taking some time off and, you know, me just enjoying um, the new area of where I'm living in and relocating. And when I read it, just now, I'm like, oh my God, this has been manifested. So I highlighted and I, I actually wrote on top of top of my writing prompt that it was manifested this month, that the thing that I wrote about in February came true this month. Then I'm looking at March and looking at my list of things that I desire in my future. And one of the things was to start real estate school. I started real estate school July around July yeah beginning right after um the 4th of July I started real estate school July 6th and I wrote down a list of things on what I desire for my future what I wanted in the present moment and what I want to work towards and like I said one of them was going to real estate school and I'm like oh my god I have to write by it that that was manifested on July 6th because I started real estate school And so I'm actually into my second month of real estate school going on my third month, September 6th would be three months. So, well, yeah, no, excuse me. So I'm only going on two months. Uh, September will be only two months. I'm not trying to rush it. (laughs) September only will be two months since I started real estate school. So I'm like, I've been in real estate school for a month, going on two months, September 6th. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I, I just got the inspiration to create this uh, podcast because when you are not writing down what you desire, that hinders you. I know a lot of people don't like writing, but I, I believe there is such a power in like physically putting ink to paper other than typing in your phone. I just feel like it's more organic when you write with your own handwriting in your journal, in a notebook or whatever you have, and write these things down, the things that you desire in your life. I think it's so important because we spend so much time going through life on autopilot, jumping from one thing to the next. We don't take the time to take a break and slow down. And I'm telling you, the month of August has been that month for me where I've been kind of taking a break, you know, and I was like, well, if I don't take a break, and chill out. I don't want something negative or something that can be transforming in my life. I'm talking about not in a great way where I have to take a break. So I'm just choosing to take this time of self-reflection. 
And I can truly say August has been a month of self-reflection for me, a month of celebrating new beginnings, you know, for myself. This whole month has been a month of new, new beginnings, me transitioning out of working in a full-time career, teaching career, because I don't want to teach anymore. I'm just over it. That's not what I want to do anymore in my life. And right now I'm just part-time. I'm teaching part-time. Um, you know, I'm still working towards a new career. Um, but one thing I was talking to my daughter about is learning not to give up on your dreams and don't give up because things are not exactly working out the way you want. And having giving yourself time to be planted and rooted so God can prepare you um, for the right things, you know, in your life, you know. The universe is a great big place and you want to be prepared for all the things that are going to be in alignment with is meant for you in this universe, you know, and it, I think that is so important to understand that. And sometimes we want to rush things in our lives, but in order to get exactly what we deserve and what we desire, it is important to be patient. And I recently was reading something from uh, Ashlina, and a lot of you may know of Ashlina Caposta, or Caposta, I want to mess up Ashlina's last name, and she's, you know, she has manif Manifest Bliss, uh, she has a membership, she has her podcast, and I, I put her, she's one of my mentors, you know, um, I have, you know, bought a couple of her programs, I was part of the um, manifest bliss membership. I want to get back into it right now. That's not a focus for me right now. Um, due to other things going on in my life, good things, but you know, there's a timing for different things in your life, but I definitely want to get back into the membership and stuff, but I get her love notes, her newsletter. And she recently was talking about, you know, about blooming, not only blooming where you, your planet, but being patient and stop rushing through the moments. And lately, God has truly been encouraging me. And I've been truly, really inspired to spiritually, as well as mentally and emotionally, to start focusing on the present moment. Stop focusing on Friday, Thursday, two weeks from now, but focusing on the present moment. Whatever happens, happens type of thing. Not saying that I'm not going to plan. Not saying that I'm not going to uh, direct my mindset in a way or have some idea about what I want to do, but kind of having this calm and peace at letting life unfold the way it should and not trying to control the narrative because I still, you know, deal with being a control freak. I'm not as bad as I used to be, but I still have that element of control freak in me. However, I'm like I said, it's a day-to-day -day thing and I'm learning to process out of that. And so instead of waking up every day with anxiety about what I should do, where I should go, how I should be, bills, 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 and in this different uncomfortable transition, I'm learning to surrender. And in my surrendering, I am learning how important it is to write down what I want. I already know what I don't want. And I complain all the time. This is what I don't want. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you know what? Let me write down what I do want and what I do desire, what I do want to manifest in my life. And I think we don't do that enough. We talk about what we don't want, what we, the people we don't desire in our life, but we, 
And most of the time we're doing the things that we really don't want to do instead of really being intentional, because that's the key word for me and being very intentional about what we do desire in our lives. And I can truly say I am living an absolutely amazing, fabulous life. Every time I wake up in the morning, although my life is not exactly the way I want it to, because I'm just like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready, you know, to be living in my own place, you know, have my own environment. You know, I'm not used to cohabitating or living with other people. That's just not how it has been in my life. But God is truly showing me that I am at the right place in my life. And I think I just think it's important that we embrace even the uncomfortable moments in our lives. And I am really realizing how blessed I am. God is really helping me build a community of people that want to see me win, you know, you know, that's supportive, not only for me, but also, you know, even in my daughter, a personal transition, you know, and instead of me complaining and looking down upon how blessed I am, I say, you know what, let me take this time and opportunity just to just be present in the moment, which I haven't done in a, in a long time. Um, when I left South Carolina the first time I, I left, I didn't have time to kind of enjoy the environment that I was in when I was in Virginia. I had I jumped right into employment due to the situation, the living situation that I was in. And I talked about it on plenty podcast episodes, um, how that living situation wasn't a healthy situation for me and my daughter mental health and emotional health so then I had to I jumped into a a job jumped into a place and I was working 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 I was back on that rat race wheel autopilot live to work societal American mentality and I hate that mentality because most of my time living you know being in the military and living abroad I um, embrace the concept of work to live, not live to work, not living to work that like I'm only created to get up, go to work, pay bills and enjoy myself. Like my life is only, only, um, available on the weekends. And I had to, you know, I kind of got out of that mindset when I, you know, well, I never really had that mindset until I came back to America because from the age of what, 1920, I say around 20, all the way up until like 28, I lived abroad and America values wasn't my values. My I was more, my values were more like European values, like France and, um, or Italy and Iceland. You know, I embraced, I had more of a European value mindset. Like I worked to live and not live to work, you know? And so even my daughter, She has the same mindset because she spent her young years living in Italy as well. And so coming back to America was a challenge. And so with that said, when you start writing down your the things that you want to manifest and the things that you desire in your life, you're creating a world, you know, uh, it's like almost an optical illusion. If you think of, of optical illusion like a 3D movie, you know, most of the time when you go into a 3D movie, you have to put on those glasses. And most of the time that movie is when you put on those glasses, it's like you're in another world because that movie 
is like like you're in the movie almost. It's right in front of your face. You know, everything is happening right in front of your face. And to me, that's what manifestation is to me. And when you write down what you desire, it's like an optical illusion. Like we have the power to create so much in our lives. So are we creating faith or are we creating fear? Are we creating the optical illusion of faith or creating the optical illusion of fear? Because if you think about it, you can't see the things that you desire as of yet. Faith is not what you can see. It's what you believe to see, not what you see to believe. The things that you have faith for, the things that you desire or have been promised, whether spiritually, mentally, emotionally, you can't see those things. See those things, even with fear. The half of things that we fear that's why I stopped listening and watching the news. I stopped listening to the news a long time ago because nine times, nine times out of ten, what the news, and I'm not, I'm not saying be ignorant to what's going on in the world. No, there's other ways to get substantial news and what is really going on in, in the world. However, when you are constantly watching the news all day, every day, most of the time your mind is being consumed with worry, doubt, fear. You're tapping into the fear of the world, of society. So you're creating the optical illusion of fear. That's what you're doing. And so you have to know that the acronym for fear, which, you know, a lot of people have said it's a, you know, a, a big thing, false evidence appearing to be real. Fear is not real. It's what we create in our life and in our world and with our words. That's why it's important to speak life. But I truly believe in the power of writing your life. Before you can speak your life, you need to write that vision down. Write the vision down. So I guess I could say I'm going into my quote unquote tips of how to start manifesting your life through writing. Number one, start writing what you want to happen. Have more faith about the life that you want versus the fear of something negative happening. Number two, be more intentional about putting yourself in the environments that you want to be in. You know, and I was just thinking about that this morning. Like, you know, instead of me sitting around and doing things that I don't want to do, how about in order to create a new version of myself? to have a new mindset, new behaviors and attitudes, let me put myself in better environments, in a new environment. Although, you know, things are going on, they was just talking about the storm, you know, hitting South Carolina. And it's like beautiful and sunny outside today. The kids didn't have to go to school and stuff. So this is a beautiful day to take advantage of. And I don't want to spend my whole day sitting in the, sitting in the house and not taking advantage of this beautiful day. So start surrounding yourself in the environments that you want to be in. Number three, just be like Nike and just do it. Start living the life that you want to live. Start collecting information, research, and start making productive, intentional steps of, okay, if I want to relocate, what do I need to start doing? You know, start taking some action. So number three is really start taking some action. So let's go over the tips again. Number one, write down the vision and make it plain. Figure out what you really want in your life. Write it down. Write down your future life as a prompt of as if prompt, like in the present tense, right? In the present tense, as if you were doing it right now, write down the vision. Number two, 
be intentional about putting yourself in the environments that you want to be in to manifest the life that you want to de- that you want and that you desire to have. And number three, start doing your research. Start taking number three is really take action about the life that you really want. It's time to stop waiting and stop sitting around and stop believing other people are going to give you opportunities. Just be productive enough to start taking those opportunities. I think one thing, you know, I can truly say out of those three tips, and when I look back at my journey of relocating in the last uh, year, um, that coming back to South Carolina is so, um, what can I say? I don't know the word, but it's just, it's like reconnecting with a greater part of a new part of me, not the old old version of me, but a better part of me. Because before I couldn't see South Carolina for what it was at that time, because I was a different person. I was dealing with different things and it was okay. It served a purpose at that time. But coming back, I was like, I was just thinking about it, that like this was the first place where I um, became, you know, I got out the military. I became an entrepreneur, a full-time entrepreneur. I created my books. You know, this was the place where I started my, I've been a writer ever since I was young. I've always written things. However, this was the actual state where I started my professional author journey, where my first book, second, third, fourth, fifth, and I started my my poetry business at the time when I was doing poetry. And I realized how significant this place is in my life. And I was just thinking about that yesterday, like this place has a lot of significance in my life. And to be back here for the second time, however, I am not the same person. Things are about to change in my life, but I because I'm I'm choosing to create a new life here. And so I hope those three tips really encouraged you to start writing your life down. Habakkuk two and two. In the Bible, it talks about writing the vision down, making it plain. Give the world, God, universal powers, a benchmark of what you want your life to look like. When you're not writing it down, when you're not making it plain, when you're not being intentional to research on what you want your life to look like, you're just basically saying Every day that you're just going to go with the flow. And there's nothing wrong with going with the flow. But I really encourage you to create prompts. Maybe not every day. Because I don't, like I said, I don't create prompts every day. But when I go back and look back on the things that I wrote and what I desire and what I wanted my future to look like, it has made a difference. And I want to let you all know this. Every, like, I think I started maybe this year. Every, yeah, this year I started a. A thing where at the end of every month, I do a week of reflection. I talk about that on my last podcast episode. I talk about um, a week of reflection. And I do a week of reflection and I talk about what I've learned, my accomplishments, my lessons. I don't like to say regrets. I mean, we do regret stuff, but I've decided to say talk about lessons and what I want my future to look like. And I'm telling you how much that has made a difference. And I told myself I'm going to start implementing a week of celebration, maybe like the third week, maybe the third week could be a week of reflection and the last week could be a week of celebration because I can reflect on what I've accomplished, what I've done. And then I could spend a week of celebrating because we spend more time rushing through life, going through life 
missing out on living. More people are consuming life, but they're not living life. You know, we consume life through social media, the news, what other people be in other people's business, but we're not living our own life, enjoying our own life. And I'm truly about enjoying my life. And so I was just having a conversation with my daughter. We always have good, good uh, conversation. And I was just telling her, we're in a perfect place right now where we don't have to worry about certain things that we may had to be. And I want to say we're concerned about before. And I can truly say I'm learning how to be more calm in my life as well. Um, I just got off a week of calm with Tanya Lee. She's another mentor and life coach that I have had for years. And I have taken a lot of her programs. And it the week of calm changed my life. I thought I needed to go back to therapy. And just, do, and just taking that time last week to do a week of calm, it shifted everything. And I would wake up every day without anxiety. Not true enough, I still get anxiety. I still deal with certain things with PTSD. But... It has made things a lot lighter for me and how to kind of address anxiety, how to kind of say, you know what, why am I, why do I feel this anxiety? Am I trying to control the narrative? Am I not focusing on a pair, uh, present moment? Whatever that thing is, I need to address. And so it has made a difference. And so because I'm being more intentional, well, more, not intentional, but more because I'm being more intentional about the life I want to live, I feel like creating a week of reflection and a week of celebration and incorporating that in my months is going to make a difference by the end of the year. So I'm just encouraging you to do this. And I know you you all, I've said I've been on hiatus and all this stuff until the, in, until, um, <laughs> the fall. But like I said, stuff just been taking this time out to just chill and sit down. Things have been flowing creatively since I decided to take a summer hiatus and I could I could just truly say I'm back because I've been coming out with podcasts like I feel like I've been doing more podcasts than I've ever been doing than when I didn't take a hiatus so with that all said I'm so excited um that things in my life are changing and to share those things with you that inspire and uplift and encourage you that you don't have to live a mundane redundant life or live life according to societal standards to other people's standards, one thing I'm a big, a big believer in is mind your own business. When you start minding the business of you, whether that's your financial business, mental, emotional business, when you start minding your business, you will manifest the life that you truly want to live. And you'll realize that you're actually living the life that you always dreamed of. So I truly hope this episode really encourages you to write down the vision and make it plain. And you know here at the Inspirational Corner, we always encourage you to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Until the next episode, everyone, have a beautiful, blessed day.